I'm totally get blinded out. And that's why I spend so much time to worry about things I shouldn't be worried in the relationship. Guess what? I lost myself 100%. I lost where I was coming from. I lost where I was going to achieve. I lost what I want to do. I lost who I want to be. Because I was in the survival mode. Holy period. Dang. Welcome back, to another episode of Bojo Podcast. We are so excited today. Uh, why? Why is that? Why? Why is that? Well, we have a special guest. It's super exciting because um, this is actually my friend. Yeah, <laughs> let's put a label yeah. on it. Actually, my friend. Um, so. I met him through my previous job and mm-hmm. we've been friends ever since yeah 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 although we don't work at the same like job anymore um we still hang out and yeah it's been a journey knowing him <laughs> yeah so we're both excited we're mm-hmm. starting off season two and uh we talked about having guests so i hope you guys are excited to listen to these episodes uh he will be in a few of them actually so i hope you guys are enjoy enjoy and anticipate yeah anticipate so without further ado here's our guest please introduce yourself yes oh i'm gonna do myself yeah yes. introduce okay. yourself got to okay i'm excited um my name is Xinyu. As Vivian was saying, we were uh, friends since her last job, which is still my current job, and I'm loving it. So, um, and I'm so happy I can be here today to talk about several topics. Those girls were carefully curated, and uh, I hope to share more with you guys in the further episodes. And yes. so, what are, what are we going to talk about today? Well, right before we actually get into our topic, we have a fun activity. Yeah. So when we have guests, this is the only segment that guests are are allowed to do, or the only ones get to do. Yeah. Should to kind be of scared. No. 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 It's actually pretty fun. It's a uh, icebreaker activity, so it's for us to get to know you better and for the listeners mm-hmm. as well. So how this works is. You're going to be uh, uh, time limited, 60 seconds. Okay. And we're going to ask you a few questions. So it's based on yourself. Really simple, really short, simple. And um, yeah, try to answer them as fast as you can. Okay. And then after that, we'll go through your answers. And we might ask you why you said that or why you choose that at the end. Okay, sounds yeah. good. And we call it our quick, quick. Quick boil, boil quiz. quiz. All you have to do is to answer the questions we ask within 30, 60 seconds. Basically, one of us will be answering or asking you the questions while the other one writes down your answer. And once the 60 seconds are done, we will look back at our responses and talk about them for a little bit. So are you ready? Are you, you ready? Okay, I'm okay. ready now. We got 60 seconds. Go. So what is a slipper used for? A slipper is used for... Um, inside your house so you don't scratch your floor you don't bring any dirt in your house keep it clean okay okay all right rice or noodles rice awesome can you do the asian squat of course i can i've been doing this for the whole 26 years gang gang all right (laughs) so bubble tea tea coffee or water coffee awesome 
So what is your current mood right now? I'm very excited. Um, and also I am just uh, calm, actually. Okay, so do you know what your lunar calendar birth year animal or horoscope is? Uh, my animal zodiac sign is pig mm. and my horoscope is Gemini. So do you have a nickname or a name? Oh, timer's up! That was awesome. <laughs> hey. So within the 10 questions we had, we only went through six. So let's just yeah. start talking about the first one. Okay. Okay. So the first question we asked was, what is a slipper used for? And you described it as in like wearing it inside your house, you know, clean. Yeah. Um, inside sl uh, slippers, mm -hmm. sneakers. Just for comfort. For just for feet. comfort. Yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you thought about that because how I think of slippers is like my... It's a weapon. <laughs> For us, it's like... It's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like our parents right? would yeah, hit us with that, you know? Yeah. Well, I've never got spanked by a slipper before, but that's why I don't have that personal oh, experience. okay. But I do see a lot of them um, from like Hong Kong movies, like oh, yeah. the yeah. Paul oh, with yeah. a secret in the mouth <laughs> and a slipper in hand. Yeah. Time to pay rent, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. yeah. Time hustle. <laughs> okay, so the next question we asked was rice or noodles? And he answered rice, which I was like super proud. Yeah. Rice all the way. Rice is life. But actually, you know, in China, it's more like the difference between the south and north. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm from the south, so mm -hmm. my default is main uh, gluten resource is yes. going to be rice. But my friends who are from the north, they yeah. say, of course, noodles. Noodles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flour. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you said you can do an Asian squat for your whole life? Yeah. Since you were born? <laughs> well, since I have to use the toilet by myself, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. In China yeah. or in like some provinces of China? So I would say before, before 2000s, that kind of mm. timeline, like everybody yep. would have a, we call this a Japanese style squat in yeah. Mandarin. I don't know why, but that's how we describe it. Mm. But I would say after I got into middle school, we started using a lot of like this kind of sitting toilets. Oh, okay. I don't think there is much difference between those two when you're using it. Mm -hmm. But the only thing is, you know, it, it depends on your house. If your house has a very bad plumbing uh, venting system, yeah. Yeah. no matter which one you use, it's gonna be kind of smelly. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I also think there's a difference. Like um, in China, you know, there's like a toilet and there's the one where you squat, right? Mm -hmm. The one where you squat, I think it's actually better for your yeah. system. Exactly. Like not to be gross or anything, but it's better for your system because it's the angle is a little it, different. Yeah, the <laughs> angle is different. Right? Yeah, I got or like the posture itself. It's like I don't know. Like how to as on a toilet, you're just sitting. So I have a Chinese friend in Vancouver. Yeah. So she actually bought a little stool oh in front of her toilet. So when she's, <laughs> when really? she's doing her Business? thing, yeah. she would oh. put her legs, like feet up above the stool so she can mimic the angle you would use when you're squatting. That's actually smart. I think that's smart. Oh. So you get the efficiency okay, okay. and you also get the comfort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just like a bit better flow of your intestines. <laughs> the inside you your to toxins. Release, yes. Mm -hmm. In the excretory system. <laughs> So it seems like you chose coffee as your main drink. 
Coffee for life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I only know you for like. I I mean, I love bit. tea as well. Mm -hmm. But like tea for me is more like. I don't know if it's the right word to use. Like a ritual, you have to be prepared to prepare your tea. You can't just before you go to work use a rushy one minute to make a hot water and mm. put tea bag. I yeah. prefer to have my own setting up on mm. my table yeah. with Ooh. my proper teapot, wow. proper tea leaves, all wow. the equipment. Oh, so you're a little bit more traditional with your tea. Yes. Yeah. And I don't like tea bags. I agree. <gasps> I actually agree with that. Like, cause in my household, my dad also has a tea set up. So wow. whenever I have tea, it's like the strong tea. Yeah. Well, for tea bag, it's very, like, very watered down. It's not the taste that you would want for a traditional like. Yeah, tea. and also like my my uncle back to China, he has a, a specific rooms only for tea. Mm. It's a huge tea table. Yeah, yeah. You can see like ten people around. Mm -hmm. We can talk about things and drink tea. The thing is, there is because in China we seldom use tea bags. We use uh, loose leaves, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there is one way, like one of the factors to determine if it's a good tea, is like how many times you can use the tea for. Mm -hmm. mm. So we call this. Um, Pao is a unit, like how many pows you can use yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the tea. Mm -hmm. So the more you can make out of it, which means it's better, it's qu better quality tea. I mean, not necessarily the best quality. It's one of the factors though. Yeah. Mm. So that's why I have this habit that when I'm having tea, I want to take my time to enjoy it, to go through again, like once, twice, three times. And that's why I, I would say coffee because coffee is easier and convenient. It is, yeah. Like there's so many coffee shops around here. Not a lot of traditional tea shops necessarily. Mm. Um, but yeah, totally right. Current mood, very excited. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I today. know. Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, what is your lunar calendar birth year animal? So you're a pig. You're, you're a pig. A pig. Yeah. I mean, I'm like as, as the animal. The <laughs> yeah, the year, not like mm -hmm. you're, you're a pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a Gemini. Oh, a Gemini. Okay, but that's a yes. different thing. But today for our topic, we're gonna be talking about love. Um, obviously, you've you guys heard our experiences, me and Heidi's experiences on what we think love is. But I think it's a very good thing to have a new perspective. And I also think Shinyu is very knowledgeable of how he would how he feels, how he voices stuff out, how he, you know, stays true to how he feels. So I think this is definitely a good conversation to, you know, listen to. So let's start with what is your love language? For me, I think my love languages are, I have more than one, I have to say. Okay. Um, like when I'm giving love to others, I think my biggest language as the action of service because mm -hmm. I like to make things and to give things to my friends or my partner because mm -hmm. I feel like I can show them all perspectives of my love through small gestures like uh, gestures like I can make a cappuccino for you in the early morning and after you wake up yeah. I can make a nice dinner for you and we can you know just uh, share the bits of the ways I know how to give you and how mm -hmm. to serve you. I don't want to say serve you because serve you sounds a little bit nasty. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're kind content. of like all in. Yeah, type, I'm, right? I'm a coin, uh, all in type of person. Like when I'm loving somebody, I love hard. Which, yeah. which, which creates an impression like that my love is too much for you mm -hmm. to handle. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, I got confused before like, A, am I lovable? Mm -hmm. B, is it going to be 
somebody in this world that's gonna understand how I share my love. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That was my biggest concern. But with me getting older and uh, gaining more experience, I feel like, yeah, you don't need another person to to um, complete who you are. Mm-hmm. But it's a way of the equation that one plus one should be greater than two. That's yeah. what I believe. Mm-hmm. So if this person exists, perfect. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't exist, I can be perfectly fine and good by myself. You know, I think I think it's good to know your love language just because you know what fulfills you. But also, I think like, especially with acts of service, I feel like when you're all in, sometimes the other person takes advantage of you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like with with putting too much effort, it could be pros and cons. But like. I feel like at the end, you probably be the one who gets hurt the most at the end. I feel like if you put it all in. That's the thing. Like, like for me, when I'm giving out, like, let's say by giving my service, I'm not hoping for something to be given back mm. in the same way. Because as soon as I give it to you, it's done. Mm. So like I hand the autonomy to you like how you can react to my love or gestures is your business not mine i don't care oh so you have no expectations no, for them too i don't oh. oh but then some people have the expectation that what's given needs to be reciprocated i have the same needs but not in the same way like i want to feel like you actually care about me yeah. but not just by giving service back to me mm. so that's mm. the thing so i have high expectations um I feel like that's my toxic trait in the beginning because so. red flag. It's a red flag, true. Because mm. I don't want to say I fall in love too easy, but when I feel like we clicked, mm. I just don't want to hold anything back. Okay, I feel like it's like a wholesome thing that you you know, you not like you fall in love easily, but you have you take interest in someone very. Like you put early. your effort and you want to show that yes like i don't even take interest easily but as soon as i have the interest in you i just become i'm committed yeah Mm. yeah because i don't feel like oh there's gonna be a three-week rule or something it doesn't make any sense to me like if you like the person say out loud if it doesn't Mm. think the same way cool if you do perfect let's try it out right (laughs) Yeah. Life is too short to waste time in playing games. Oh, Damn. No, but oh, right okay. There. Okay, but one thing is like, especially the Vancouver. Okay, let's talk about the Vancouver dating scene. Like, there's not a lot of people that are like similar minded to you. They. I want to say for someone like you, people take advantage of it. One hundred percent take advantage of people. Like, there's so rare to find someone like you with your personality and how you care for others really well and. And show love in Vancouver. Yeah. Like, so... Uh, I want to say it's such a man, manly... Okay, let me... Okay, let's such give some gentleman. context, So too. Such a gentleman. Like, okay, so Shinyu... We came to Shinyu... This is Shinyu's place, okay? That we're filming in. And the first thing he's like, Did you guys have breakfast? Makes us freaking um, breakfast. <laughs> okay. The plating of the food served is like freaking high-end plating. It's like- better than some restaurants. <laughs> okay, he's like, oh, I, ha- I only have this and this, which we're totally fine with, but it 
feels like a course meal, like part of a course meal. Like it's something we would pay like twenty dollars for. Yeah. Like it's so gourmet. Uh huh. And he's like taking care of you. I know it's like this is like the standard, but not a lot of guys do this. <laughs> yeah, I was literally saying, wow, not even my ex can do this for me. <laughs> like he needs to be taken off this market. Like you know. <laughs> but what I mean by that is, unfortunately, ladies, <laughs> he doesn't swing that way. Very unfortunate. I would have gotten this man already, but he doesn't swing this way. Man. Um, Shinji was just, I don't know how to explain it. He's just like uh, such a great gentleman. And whoever is his partner in the future, he's he's so lucky. He's really lucky. But knowing <laughs> knowing his history, um, I feel like he does get taken advantage of. Like coming back to that topic, from a friend's perspective... Since we had this conversation a lot, from a friend's perspective, I feel like sometimes you do get taken advantage of. Like you give a you give the person a second chance, three chances. What when do you think it's good to give them chances, and when do you think it's not good to give them chances? Like okay, back to um, my dating philosophy. We have to admit, people make mistakes, right? That's what we're designed for. We're humans. We have flaws. It's a, it's a natural way. Uh, natural how we are so like let's say based on a comprehensive conversation or communication about who we are where we're coming from and what we want if i feel like there is some remainder of the topic that needs to be furtherly um, elaborated i might consider to have a further conversation not necessarily a, se- a second chance like for my personal case, like it's very complicated to explain like in one sentence. But the thing is, after a very uh, thorough consideration about what we had been through, and because my philosophy is everybody deserves three chances. That's that's Confucius words. Mm. And but if also if you make the same mistakes three times, then it's time for me to walk away because you're not committed to make changes and to realize the issues in the relationship and that's when I'm gonna lose my faith in you as my partner because I tried so so hard you tried so hard and after three chances we're still at the same spot come on let's not waste our time anymore Mm -hmm. we should learn enough already since we're all adults your life keeps teaching you new things constantly why can't you pick it up from your personal experience? That's what I feel. So for my back to my own own case is um, my previous partner and I, we had a lot of issues. We never started in the clean spot in the first place. So that's why everybody's like, we don't have a very positive belief in your thing because everything was set off in the wrong foot (laughs) but again it's my own life i take my friend's opinion into very serious consideration i don't say okay it's not a business i don't do that because i care my friends and i care their feelings and i know they are saying everything out of a good uh intention Mm -hmm. so because I, i mean i have to figure out who i am as well like what kind of person is really super for me so even though everybody's against my relationship, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it out, which I did. And we made mistakes. We had fights. We had arguments. We um, had 
constant struggles in dealing with our own personal needs and how to reciprocate your partner.、Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out. It didn't work out the first time, didn't work out the second time, didn't work out the last time. So for me, is I clearly received the, the, the message from you. Like, I am not on your priority list, which is something I can't force, but I have to accept and change my strategy and move on. What, what were the phases that you knew? Like, f- on the first phase when it happened, did you know that you would get back together or you knew that you wanted to stay with him? So, the first time, let's say it's like a pre season, nothing really happened yet because we were trying things out. We were kind of discussing if we want a relationship or not.、Mm-hmm. And We were hanging there for about four months. Yeah, roughly four months.、Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm this kind of person. I hate uncertainty in my life. It freaks me out. It gives me a lot of anxiety. So I took our trip as a chance to test my theory out. So I asked him, like, what we are right now? Like, are we partners or what? I just want to clarify things between us, right? And, and he's like, you know, we have talked about this already. You know, I'm not going to be able to give you what you want,、mm-hmm. which is a relationship. So he laid it down for you. He yeah. He told you. And I was like, oh, it's got such a release for me. Like, I, I, I know my answer now. It's like, because it's very simple. It's a yes or no question. If it's a yes, I'm going to give whatever I, I have、yeah. into this. But if it's no, it's totally fine. I'm just going to. You know, say goodbye.、Yeah. Easy,、mm-hmm. right? So that's how I ended it. So when, when we came back, I set up a dinner、mm-hmm. for us and we talked over dinner.、Mm-hmm. And I laid out every reason why I think this shouldn't keep going. Yeah. And that's how it ended. But then you guys got back together. Yes, because、um, he finally decided to give me what I want. So I decided to. Give it a chance because, after all, we didn't try things out at all, like in the first part, because we weren't a thing. We weren't partners. We're just kind of、mm. two people trying to see the possibilities. How long was this relationship? From the very beginning to the very end, I would say it's around 10 months. 10 months? Yeah. This whole thing was for 10 months? Yeah. But there are, there, there are th- there's a third part, right? So that's after Christmas and New Year. So it's a new year and it's a new season and it's a new journey.、Yeah. Okay, okay, let's start here. Let's start here. I feel like we've been all over the place. So let's start here. What do you think is, what do you think is considered a good relationship? What is your ideal relationship? The ideal relationship for me is we have the ability to communicate efficiently. And without holding any secret feelings back. Like, I mean, you can hold secrets for sure. Everybody has secrets, right? But the thing is, if the secret is kind of bugging you, making you feel like unsure,、mm-hmm. uncertain, anxious, then you should be able to tell your partner that.、Okay. And you guys just discuss and come up with a solution or a plan.、Mm-hmm. And for me, what I need is I need to be on the top of my partner's priority list. That's I think how that's important. I need to be respected in that way.、Yeah. Like, what happened to me is in my last relationship, I feel like I was never 
on the top of the priority list. Mm-hmm. Even my partner claimed that I am, I was. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. didn't feel that way. All mm-hmm. talk, not do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, again, like, I understand you have your past, you have your history, you have your friend circle, you have your family, but who are you gonna spend most time with? Your partner. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. Like, what if you ask me, who is the most important person? Myself. The second, my partner. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. my kids, and parents, friends. Mm-hmm. That's how I lay out the the significance of people around me. Mm-hmm. So when I don't see that in my partner's head, mm-hmm. it's like okay, it's a big big warning for me. Like, hold on, you are being put on the back seat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And that will scare me a lot. Oh, because it makes you feel like you're not important, right? Mm-hmm. What would be your like biggest trigger of like, like say you know how you mentioned that your three chances or whatever? Mm-hmm. What would make it like? All right, that's it. Like, like even without giving the three chances, what is your like deal breaker? Like he did this, and you're like, no, no, no. Like it's on the brink of could possibly end up. And breaking up or ending the relationship or your last straw like yeah the last straw um to put in a vague way is whatever triggers my insecurity that's gonna make mm. me really think okay. what is going on let's say okay i'm gonna give you three examples first one is if my partner is going out with his friends or family or whatever for a social event and he tells me oh I can't take you you can't come with me that's something I'll say I'll be asking why mm-hmm. well it depends on the reason why what's his reason what was his reason again I don't want to make it too personal because my case might not apply to everybody but for my in my case yeah. it was uh, my previous partner's close friend circle or so closely tied to his past relationship, which means his exes will be in the close friend circle. Red flag, red flag. And for me, it's really hard to understand. Like you are just freshly out of that relationship and you want to remain friendship. What? That's not what I would do. So yeah. I, I'm trying to understand. There's something uncomfortable in there. Right. I can't tell you why exactly. Maybe I feel it's wrong to, to remain friendship with your ex. Like, if you're really moving on, you will understand. It you depends. don't... You it don't... Depends. It depends on the relationship, though. Like, how they were. Like, it could be mutual. Then then that's going to be... It's like a gamble for me, right? Because I'm not sure what's yeah. the status of their relationship, right? Could he explain at all, at least? Or, like, mention, like, oh, like, it's mutual. I know, like, even for me, I... I you know, he tried to explain to me, but, again, I'm, I'm really good at catching details, right? right? So I have my own theory and my own understanding and uh, um, interpretation of how people react. So according to what I heard from the this and that bits from his friends, I do not believe that was a neutral. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I wouldn't remain friends with my exes. At least not for a, long, for a short time. Like, I wouldn't be, okay, we broke up today, let's be friends tomorrow. 
No, you need time no. to to work on self first and to really figure out what what went wrong. I okay. Obviously, this is a separate conversation, but I think that when you date someone and then you get out of the relationship, as long as you have time to heal, you can still be friends somewhat. Okay, there's no problem after yeah. a while. Yeah, but when the social events, like social gatherings, comes up, yeah, why I have to be left at home?、Mm. If you're just friends, like why was he, why is he scared to introduce you to people? Like, is he embarrassed? I guess he put his friends' feelings before mine、mm. because his friends. We're feeling uncomfortable because of me,、mm-hmm. so I have to make space for the friends, which means I have to take the back seat in the car, and that really irritates me. Yeah, I think that that's frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Cause I I wholeheartedly think that when you're in a relationship, you should be able to show off your significant other. Like you should not be embarrassed in any means. If your friends don't like your significant other. Well, there must be a reason. Like you should talk that out with. And also,、partner. I think like if your friends have a problem with me, it's okay, but you have to really contribute to solve the problem here. Like、exactly. you have to try to convince your friends. Like he's not a bad guy. He's a nice person, and you guys really should work on that because I love him,、mm-hmm. and he's really important to me. Yeah. And I would pick him first because he's my partner,、mm-hmm. and that's another part I didn't see. I didn't feel at all. Yeah. And that's like that's a, a sign for me. Like something is off, something's、mm-hmm. not working the way you wanted to,、uh-huh. and that's why I, feel, I was reconsidering the whole thing because if that's gonna keep happening, I don't know how long I can I can lie to myself. Everything is fine. Yeah. No, clearly nothing is fine. Because it gets stressful. Yeah. Like, it gets so stressful. Very. I totally relate with you, Shinyu. Honestly, I I encountered literally the same. Kind of experience you had, like especially the friends one, like not inviting the significant other kind of thing, and I also feel like wow,、um, I should have talked about this with others, not keeping it to myself, because I know、um, in my past relationship, my my friends also didn't like my partner, but then they couldn't like really tell me because like they're afraid to hurt my feelings, so then. So every time I try to hang out, initiate, and they're like, "Oh," like in in their head, they they say no, but they're like, "Oh," because they respect me and my choice. They're okay, fine. Like, we'll give like show face, you know, just because I initiate in that in that sense. But luckily, my friends were okay. But like, at the end, they just like they talk amongst themselves. They're like, "Yeah, don't like him." But we're only doing it because of Heidi. That's it, you know. Yeah, you see, that's again, that's your friends are putting efforts to make things happy for you, right? Right. And in my understanding, is like, how do you know your partner better? Not just by your private time together, like in the in the close space, like in apartment, watching TV, whatever, get intimate. But you're gonna know your partner through his friends, his work circle, his family, a lot of aspects. And I feel like that's like all of that. Was never given to me.、Mm. That's that. That's why I feel like there's always something missing for me to fully understand both of us and the thing we had. That's why, because as soon as I, I was given the chance to understand that person better, 
in all perspective, I would chill because I feel secure. I feel being included. I feel I'm part of everything. Mm. Which which is again another thing, another fundamental principle I need to to have in a partnership. Because we are not a secret that cannot be exposed. We are one thing, one one unity. We should be seen as one as well. You don't get to play single when you're not with me, and I don't do that either. Mm. Like I'm so proud of every person I have chose to be with. Like I wouldn't stop talking about them with my friends because I, that's how I happy and how happy and how proud I am to have my partner by my side. So I would expect the same thing. That's my reciprocation, not by service, but by a、um, emotional composition. I would say that. Same amount of care, pretty much. Yeah. And that that really goes for every relationship in general too, because. If you don't put effort, like there's no point for that、uh, the the partner, right? It's like、mm-hmm. if one person puts more effort than the other, it's just like what's the point? You're like you're spending all your energy and your effort, and it it's like probably not reciprocated back. So it's just like why why spend all your energy on someone like that doesn't appreciate and respect you as much as you do? And again, I don't even think he doesn't appreciate. But we don't see things from the same angle, and that's why we couldn't really work out. Because I don't want to point fingers. I don't want to blame anybody. Because it's a, it's it's a two man job, right? So yeah. So what I can say is, I really I'm I feel really sorry that we couldn't work out. Because I really really love that person. I guess I still do, but unfortunately, love isn't everything in a relationship. I think you're right. I think love isn't everything in a relationship. Like you need to put effort in it. Like for example, like you know, in the talking phase, like before you enter into a relationship, I feel like whether it be dudes or you know girls, you guys put in so much effort for the other person to like you, to the point where you're like, oh, you're kind of love bombing, kind of not really, but you're still putting so much effort into it. But then, when you get into the relationship, you're like, "Oh, I'm good, I'm secure, I'm taken now, so I don't have to put in that much effort." But then, I think that as you are in the relationship and you have you want it to be more long term, that effort aspect of it needs to be reciprocated like constantly, or you need to continue to do it so there's like some spark in the relationship. Because I know of a lot of my friends, they've been in, they've been in relationships for like three, four years, and after like the third or fourth year, the spark goes away, because they're not doing anything to reciprocate that energy. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a long term homework you need to do, right? Every day, like because loving you is a choice. It's not just lust or infatuation. It's like after considering. Everything and、uh, thinking thoroughly and deeply about who I am, what I want, I choose to love you. Yeah. So yeah, it, passion and sparkle would disappear. I wouldn't say disappear; like would be diminished along the time goes forward.、Mm-hmm. But as a partner, I think it's your duty or responsibility to kind of try to make things work、mm-hmm. and. Try to be faithful and loyal to the commitment you made. 
But if you say, okay, I totally lost the love I had for you before, and I want to talk to you about it, it's gonna be a hard conversation. But you have to talk first. You can't say, oh, because I don't love you. I'm gonna cheat on you first. I'm gonna tell you, hey, I think I fell off somebody else. I'm gonna just walk away. Are you cool?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not cool.、Mm-hmm. I think nowadays, especially, there's not as many people that are willing to commit. Yeah.、True. Especially in this scene,、uh, like it, I don't know. Especially in Vancouver, maybe I'm not sure. But from my experience, like I feel like a lot of people are just wanting to be more casual. Like they don't think about the future or going into a marriage with the other person. Like they're not looking for that type of person. Yes, but I had the same concern before. But、uh, in my understanding, there will be somebody. Yeah. Who wants the same thing as, as you? Yeah.、And、do you think? Do you believe in like, the right person at the right time? What is the saying? You know, I'm not the right a, person, right time. The one. The one. The one. Okay. So you believe in the one. I would say fifty percent because I think timing is really important because everybody has its own pace of growing up. You can't expect your partner can catch up with you in the same. Pace. So, let's say this person is so perfect for me, like he fits every single thing I want for my partner. But right now, at this moment, it just didn't feel right. And then timing is playing a little tricky here. You're gonna miss it. And when you miss this chance, it might never come back to you again. So you're gonna just be patient and keep bettering yourself. Be the person you want to be first. Then you're gonna attract similar people who want the same thing. That's what I believe. Because for me, like I think I'm not very, very old, but I have experienced enough, and I don't have to date for fun anymore.、Ooh. So, do you believe in destiny and fate too? Then I do. Me too. Timing again. It's timing. <laughs>、yeah. mm-hmm. I believe in that too. Do you, okay. Like talking about fate and everything, but like. Do you think if when you meet someone like when you meet the right person but the wrong time, do you think that time can change everything? Like after a while, you can be like, "Oh, I might be able to be together with that person again." I need to say there's a bigger chance that it's not gonna work out in the、mm-hmm. future because it happened to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I can only tell you what I have gone through. Mm-hmm. But I can't predict what's gonna happen to you because we're different.、Mm-hmm. So when timing gets tricky, what I'm I think what I can only do is just you know, again being patient. Yeah. And、uh, try to achieve the ideal version of yourself first. Yeah. And whatever happens along the way, it's a bonus. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Okay. Okay. How do you okay going into a relationship? How do you know, like. Okay, like you said, you're when you first meet someone and you're very interested in that person. How do you know that you're gonna be able to commit to that person? Oh, um, you talk first. Make sure、Smart、everything you need、yeah. is being clearly demonstrated on the table. Because again, it's it's a thing. Like there is a very famous, sorry, not famous, but there is a Mexican、uh, psychologist. She has. A very wise metaphor about love. So let's say I am a vendor. 
I only sell oranges. And one day you came to me, you're like, oh, I like what you're selling. I think I want to buy some. I was like, hold on. I only sell oranges, okay? That's all I can offer you. Do you like oranges or not? If you do, you're more than welcome. But if you tell me, oh, I like watermelon better, okay? Um, you know, the guy by the corner, he sells watermelon, you should go to him, not me. Or find another vendor that sells what you want. But if you are clear, what I can offer is what you want, then we have a foundation now to have a further conversation. But if it's a no, it's okay. Mm. So it creates like a bond. Yeah, it's thank you next. Like neutral bond. Oh. Literally thank you next. If you don't like what I have, then thank you, but bye. That's a really, Move on. That's a really good like paint, picture painted in my head. I think that's a simple way to put the current dating scene. And a lot of people will say like, oh, but I can change for you. Oh no. <sighs> if, if you say, um, if I like you as a person you are, but there are a lot of things I, I feel like I can't compromise on my, on my side. And you say, oh, I'm going to change for you. Well, if you change who you are, are you still going to be the person I met before? Am I going to still like you? I don't know. I don't believe in, in people saying, I'll change for you. I, I, I really don't believe that. I don't know about you. Me neither. You guys. I don't believe in that. Again, out of my personal experience, I actually believe you can change, but not in a short period of time. Yeah. It takes a while for a person to change. Mm -hmm. And it may not be a permanent change. You know, it's, it's the same product with a different package. Version 2.0. <laughs> okay, I personally think when dudes are like oh i can change for you i'm kind of like but then if i didn't like you for who you are yeah. there's no point of me being in this relationship like the reason why i i'm in this relationship is because of who you are as a whole as a package if you suddenly say to me oh but i can change for you well that's not really what i want that's not why i initially got together with you exactly like I liked you for who you are. If you change for me, I don't think that this relationship would work out. Just because I always believe that relationships are a two-way street. Like, you're not the only one in the relationship. You have another person in this relationship. And like you said, communication is extremely important. When you're in a relationship, you should be bettering each other, not trying to be someone that the other person fantasizes because a lot of the times even in the talking phase especially girls i'm calling out all the girls especially the girl i'm not sure about the guys but especially for the girls they always fantasize what the other person is fantasizing them as someone that they would like but in actuality they don't even know who that person is like you met that person one twice three times you don't actually know who they are until you've met them multiple times. Like, you can never expect who they are after, only after you're in that relationship is when you'll realize, oh, they have habits that I don't like. Or they do things that I don't necessarily think are beneficial for me. Like, the other person 
your significant other always influences you, whether that be in a good or bad way. And you can't see that because you're so blinded by this love, this kind of newlywed phase. It's literally called the honeymoon. Yeah, it's literally called the honeymoon phase. And so I think, like you said, like you need to communicate to know if you can can commit to that person but I also think if you don't know them at the start of the relationship it's kind of hard to pinpoint if your or this relationship will last long yeah so my friend actually um, explained to me before like how does love work in your brain so there are three stages the first stage is basically um, infatuation you fantasize everything you have with another person and if you're everything so sweet, so wonderful, like Disney love, that's stage one. Then stage two is you actually started to uh, cool down from the infatuation and you started to look at this person closely, like what kind of traits and features he has that really make you appreciate a lot and that will encourage you to be a better version of yourself. And again, you will find a lot of flaws as well. Like, okay, that's something I can't live with. And then you might choose to go the other way. And then after that, it's, you know, a very, I would say very plain mundane life, life, but that's something we're going to live with. And that's, uh, that's, again, you go back to make this choice on a daily basis. I choose to love you because I am thinking about and evaluating everything like thoroughly mm-hmm. based on what we both needs and we both can offer and i like how he explained that to me to me because it, it makes a lot sense a lot more sense to understand mm-hmm. i kind of want to like go backwards i know we talked about relationships but i also want to talk about when you first meet the person do you think it's better that you're like you have butterflies in your stomach or do you think it's better that it, you're feeling comfortable when you first meet that person or even after multiple meetings? I need to feel comfortable. That's over everything. Like I, I, I admit there's going to be a, some chemistry first. Other than that, you wouldn't be interested at all. Mm. But after that, I need to really feel like I can tell you anything without feeling embarrassed or something. That's a fundamental for me to keep going. Mm. I think that, that philosophy now is more important to me now because um my past relationship i i went with the butterflies first didn't care about the com- comfortness like i was like after going on a few dates with my ex now i'm just like okay i'm getting the gu- butterflies so i was like oh it's just like the instant chemistry and i just like went along with it and we didn't really have that much time to get to know each other but like we just like became a couple thing and then as time progressed like we just found we find out so much little things it's like an onion like layers and layers and until like near the end of our relationship we're just like i feel like we're not as compatible as we thought we were in the beginning so that is very important now as like when i go into my next relationship like i need to be comfortable first yes and so back to your concept of compatibility like I don't believe 100% compatible. Yeah. Like at all cuz I feel compatibility is something you can actually build up in a mutual way. Like that's how we are talking about how much I'm willing to um 
compromise. Because I think having a relationship is all about compromising as well. Like, I love you that much, and I'm willing to make you comfortable, and that's a big compromise. Like trying to sa- like I'm willing to sacrifice some. I part think of sacrifice me. is a is a very strong word, but in my understanding, is compatibility can be built up under the 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 mutual understanding of I am willing to change myself a little bit in a healthy parameter for adapt, you. Adapt to mm. to you. Yeah. Mm-mm. I think that's right. I think yeah. I think that's good. Because like I, if I look back to my old relationships. The relationship before my last one. Okay. So we didn't like each other in the beginning, oh. at all. But after we keep talking, 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 like we kept amazing each other with the ideas we have in our brains. Like, oh, wow, and that's how we built up the the interest. And then we entered a committed relationship. That's how it worked. And I feel like that's a very natural way.、Mm-hmm. And also, I met him through a friend, not on any you know modern technology. <laughs> Oh, I like organic、yeah. meet meetups with people. If you hate someone, you might turn that relationship around and end up liking that person. Frenemies or friend, yeah, frenemies. To love or friends, because、like, I ha- actually two of my friends they hated each other. They hated each other. They hated each other's guts so much. But I don't know what happened. Like a couple years later, when I met up with them, they're a couple. I'm like, what the what? I was so surprised because I never thought they were they were like the compatible type. I didn't. I can never picture picture them together as a couple. But then somehow after they like after they came together and became a couple, I'm like, oh, I can see it now. Now that it happened. So I think like what you're saying is completely right. If the other person's willing to compromise and you know be compatible with you. Then it can happen. Yeah, like if your partner can't encourage you to be a better person, then goodbye. There's no chemistry. That's、yeah. what I'm gonna say. There's no chemistry. Like you can't motivate another person to be a better version.、Mm-hmm. And what's the point then? Like I can do anything I'm doing with you with my friends.、Mm-hmm. I can go to a movie with my friend. I can have a dinner. I can have a drink. I can talk. I can have stayovers. Right. But what makes you to be the special one of being my partner?、Mm-hmm. It's because I am encouraged to be a better version, to create something together in a good way, and that's another thing. I like I didn't see my last relationship. I saw it in the beginning. I was feeling so much hope, and faith, and prosperity. But as soon as we get into the real thing, the real deal with all the. Daily, you know, trifles, daily fuzzy things. It didn't work out the way I I wanted to be. <laughs> I can totally agree with that too. So, like, I don't have a formula of looking for a partner because, again, I'm not actively looking for one. But if there is a person comes to my life and I feel like, yeah, there is a chance, I wouldn't say no. Because I don't have to date for fun, and I don't have to have another person to make me a complete version of myself.、Mm-hmm. I'm only looking for somebody who can be by my side, and we can create a family or something valuable, something great together. 
But if you, if there's no such a person, I can do this by myself as well. But it's always good to share whatever you can achieve. That's true. Yeah, I can give myself what other people can give me. So what's the point? <laughs> like, like if I can take care of myself, then and the other person is not, you know, not to the standard yet. It's just like I feel like you have to take care of them at the end. It's just like, no, not worth my time. Yeah, don't waste my time. Yeah. But I feel like if we're talking about the current situation in Vancouver, there's a lot of wasting time. I time feel like wasters. people, exactly, like a lot of people are just dating for fun, dating to whatever. And again, I feel like it's a, it's a modern, superficial, fast footage dating culture. It's not something very profound or validated yeah. in my understanding. I had a coworker before. Mm-hmm. She's from.、Um, A small city in BC,、mm-hmm. and she told me like I just can't date in Vancouver because everybody's very superficial, not willing to commit, not very down to earth. That's why I did somebody from my hometown. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me because you guys are having the same like similar background. You know the values, and you both agree and accept and want what each other like. Which is perfect, and it worked out for you. I'm sorry. I'm just. Th- I'm just thinking. I'm like, there's no. Nowadays, there's no, no such thing as being romantic. Like, there's no just plain out romantic, wholesome people that are not hurt, puppy love type of people. Like, I feel like back then, when I was like younger, like puppy love. Like when you like someone, you just tell that person. There's no embarrassment. There's no like that shameful. Feeling, and people are like willing to do things. Nowadays, it's like I'm hurt. You know, I something someone hurt me so much that I have all my walls up, and I can't put them down because I'm scared to get hurt again. Like, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, people that are so hurt to the point where they don't even know if they can be in a relationship again. Well, I think first of all, keep. Reserving your naivete, don't change that part. It's very valuable. Not a lot of people can do that. Like when you get older, you become very、uh, well-rounded in all perspective. But I think it's good for you to have that kind of very、uh, um, little girl like naivete in you, which is really really valuable to whoever is going to be your partner in the future. They're going to appreciate that.、Mm-hmm. So again, just you know. Don't feel discouraged because you met a, a couple of you know scumbags. Because 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 getting hurt, getting hurt and heal is another way of growing yourself and bettering yourself as well. It's self development. So I mean, if you're not ready to get hurt again, it's okay. Take your time. You have your own pace. Nobody's rushing you. But if there is a person you feel like, oh, I'm attracted, I might want to try things again. Don't resist it. Just to just to get ready to get hurt again. I feel like this is my therapy section. And you have so many friends around you. You get hurt, come back. We're gonna talk. We're gonna review, and we're gonna figure out what is going on. What what went wrong? It's okay. It's just a repetitive cycle. We're all gonna go through again, again, again. What What do you think of rejection? Rejection is not good. It's not comfortable for me as well. Like nobody would like rejection, but. Being rejected not doesn't mean you are 
not good enough, or it might be the other person. He's not the person's not ready to accept a package like you because they don't know themselves too well. They don't know what they want. So when you appear in their life, they got freaked out and they chicken out, which is okay. They might need to work themselves a little bit more as well, like us. So if you get rejected, don't take it personal. Just tell yourself, "Dude, it's your loss. Thank you." That's next. That's right. That's right. It's your freaking loss. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like what I find nowadays, like as a trend, people are just getting together just because. Just for the sake of it. For visuals, uh, like when you go on social media, like for example Instagram, there are just couples that you know. They're just, they're just, they just look good, and they just post the photos like, oh, we're we're a couple, we look good, and then um, I think, like they just post whatever's like, oh, I received this from my boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, it's just for the gram, you know, and then with with those images or those kind of posts, I just don't feel the genuine like bond and love from those people. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, like. Do you do you agree in some way, or like have you seen that often? And I just feel like nowadays, that's like what everyone goes to. Like, there's no real, genuine, like good, authentic love anymore in couples. And it's just like it's for the gram, and it's for attention. Um, like I don't want to make assumptions about any couples, but I feel like there might be a lot of you know deeper reasons. They might be doing this for like a business strategy or something. They might get sponsorship. Yeah, they might like. Let's say if you have a brand that's promoting engagement gifts, whatever. You need a perfect image to show that. Mm. And if you fit that image, you can make money. So yeah, sure, do it. What do you want? But for me, like, I don't like showing off to prove I have a good relationship because. Nobody really knows except yourself and your partner. So you're right. There might be like people they're not genuine enough to have a relationship, but except showing them to the public to create a a, a fancy image. It's not for me, and uh, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a bad thing either. It's mm-hmm. just a it's just a reflection of what we are having right now in this society. No, I think he's right. I think some, especially some couples that have huge followings, they start to post stuff to get sponsorships. I think nowadays because influencers are such a big thing, like micro influencers, I can say that people are trying to become something that sometimes they are not. Isn't it sad? I think it's sad. I personally think that. If they're willing to, you know, risk something, it's fine. Just because they are willing to have a life of their own, but like Shin, you said, like sometimes people don't want to put their relationships on social media because they don't need the validation from others. They don't need other people to confirm. Oh, I have a boyfriend that does this X Y Z. But there are some people that like to show off their love to others, and that's just how they are. You know, it's just how they are as a human being. But for those that are trying to get sponsorships and 
you know, have a huge following because of this micro-influencer trend, I don't think it's a bad thing for them to start there. Like, obviously, you need to post on a regular basis to continue your following, you know, generate your followers. But in if you're asking if it's sad, maybe. But if they're willing to do it, I don't think it's a bad thing. Especially coming from someone that's in media and we have to pick these influencers for brands. I personally won't do it because I value my privacy a lot. But for those that want to have it as a life, as a content creator, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like you need to post something to engage your followers and, you know, have that emotional bond with them, that relevance. So I'm not sure if I explained that right, but I don't think it's sad. I just think if you're willing to sacrifice your pr- some of your privacy with your job, then I think it's fine. Just see it as an uh, Instagram soap opera. Yeah, like your own your own community. Because because you like we we are, but we shouldn't get influenced too much by those kind of things. Like they are manipulating or directing the lifestyle we might want to live but then that's the moment you have to really consider is that what i want or it's just a trend they are trying to you know lure us to follow that's why like you that's why i feel like you have to do a lot of self-reflective work because at the end of the day you are yourself nobody else is going to take your responsibility or take care of your love life nobody but yourself so Instead of trying to copy those, you know, Instagram trends, just to figure out what you want, what kind of person you are, and then don't waste time on people. It's not worth of your attention, energy, and love. Mm. But you know what I think is sad? The fact that, I think maybe this is what you were thinking of, the fact that people are trying to be someone they're not. I think that's what's sad. That When you come off as fake and ingenuine, I think that's when you start to be like, oh, what's happening? in their lives why are they feeling why do they have to be someone that they're not just because from experience i had a friend she was trying to be someone they're not someone she was not and she was trying to get people to like her i think that's what's sad even in a relationship if you lie to your partner it's like are you really in that relationship because you like that person or is it because they validate you to a certain point where you're like, oh, I'm becoming the person I want to be? There's no, obviously there is no issue with you wanting to become a certain person, but when you come off as someone you're not, like you're not, you're being ingenuine to yourself, basically. You're being ingenuine and you're just not staying true. And I don't know if that can get you anywhere. You could fake it, you know, fake it till you make it, but that can only go so far. It can only go so far until you reach your breaking point. Yeah, I think what you said was kind of along the lines that I was kind of trying to get into. But you explained it exactly the way I wanted. To kind of end the topic of love, do you think especially when you're out of the relationship, do you think that you regret any part of it? I do not regret any part of that at all. Like, I appreciated everything and every issues, every argument I have ever had. Mm -hmm. Because 
without all of those that happened, I wouldn't be me right now. I wouldn't learn what I learned. So I like I can say I never regret about anything, mm. but seeing myself being like a failure in that relationship, it's only gonna motivate me to be a better version of myself. Because again, I believe that kind of how to say that in English. It's like you attract people alike. Yeah. So if you are in the ideal version of yourself, you have all the things you want. You're gonna attract people with the same. Type of energy. Yes, type of energy or、um, ability or mindset, mindset and values.、Mm-hmm. Again,、oh. we're gonna go back to being patient. I'm not a patient person at all. That's what I'm trying to work on myself right now.、Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what do you think of those people that are like shit talking about their exes, and then, well, it sounds like they regret the relationship and time they spent with the other person. It's, well. Apparently, they have to really relook at themselves. Like, why would you make a choice like that back then?、Mm-hmm. Which means you didn't know yourself too well, and you just make a very、uh, prompt decision without really thinking about.、Mm. I think we can go on and on about this.、Topic. I think this is like a part part two because I feel like we touched on a lot of things generally. If we talked about this in depth. It would be a much more extended conversation. I think there's a lot of things where people kind of take things lightly, especially with their relationship. They're like, "Oh, I'm just going to see this person for a certain period of time because I'm bored." Because I'm bored. Like we didn't touch on that, but a lot of people kind of go into a relationship, like we said before, just because. Yeah. No goal in mind. To fill a void. To. F- Oh, to feel to to fill a void, like oh my. <laughs> that again. That's another thing. Like sometimes we can't really face being alone or solitude. Right, that's a word.、Mm-hmm. Solitude. Yeah. And that's a lesson because with all the energy and time you spend on people who don't deserve it, you can achieve so much more. Like on your own, you、wow. you can you can invest so much time in learning new skills, do the things you really want to do, but you didn't have time before because you were dating. Yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> And again, it's like a, it's it's a healthy positive karma because you are investing yourself, so you become better and better and better. You attract better and better people around you. Guess what? You can end with a better person than than whoever you've dated before. That is what I'm striving for right now. Literally, exactly what you just said. I am doing that. Yeah, I yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I have、right、no、now. words. That's he's right on spot on. Well, that's exactly what I'm doing. I am making myself better, enjoying things that I couldn't do in my relationship. Now I have the time to do that. Now I'm just building myself. Yeah. So like again, like if you're you're in a healthy relationship. Like for me, I feel like I was constantly in the survival mode. In my past relationship, I have to worry about so much every day.、I、have to know what is going on. Like, is he doing something bad or not? Because I don't know. I never had the confirmation from with my own eyes before. So I, I'm totally get blinded out, and that's why I spend so much time to worry about things I shouldn't be worried in the relationship. Guess what? I lost myself a hundred percent. 
I lost where I was coming from. I lost where I was going to achieve. I lost what I want to do. I lost who I want to be because I was in the survival mode. Holy period. Dang. I relate to that so much. But let's so all awesome. be the authentic ourselves and get better. Yeah. To achieve the better version of ourselves day by day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel like a lot of people focus on the other person so much that they forgot. They forget who they are, or where they come from, what their goals are. But if you're really in a relationship for, for you want it to be, or you want it to be in a relationship for a long period of time, you have to make sure that you focus on yourself too. But. I guess there's a lot of people that don't do that and they don't realize it themselves because they're still in the infatuation phase. Yeah. But let's end it there. I feel like this is a very I we need to extended. You know, we're gonna talk more about the topic later on. Exactly. We'll get more in depth next time. A lot of good I feel quotes. Like, exactly. This time around, I feel like we just wanted to know the general idea of what you think love is, and we caught that. We. We hit each and every point,、um, but thank you for sharing some wise knowledge with us. I felt like we were in some therapy, we in therapy session. Yeah, like me and、uh, Vivian have so many concerns. It's like she, she knew answers them for us. He's a therapist.、Yeah. We're like, I'm worried about this, and he's like, No, no, honey, yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about that. Honey, don't, don't stress. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. This is why Shinyu is the man. Like if Shinyu literally swung the other way, he'd be taken by now. Like husband material. Husband、I'm, material. Even though I'm experiencing it as well. Even though I'm, I'm not as close as、uh, Vivian and Shinyu is in general. But I met Shinyu through Vivian and and just meeting him just. Just a few times, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. She knew he was just such an amazing person. Yeah. He is husband material. And husband. Again, whoever has him as partner,、mm-hmm. like you you're lucky. lucky. You lucky, lucky. ass. <laughs> yeah, but Shinyu, I think, is a very. He's very in tuned in how he feels and what he wants. He always has an end goal in mind, so I think that's why he's so. He understands so much about relationships. I think he experienced a lot. Yeah, he did. To to understand it. Yeah, <laughs> he did.、Um, okay, but to wrap everything up, that was our definition and conversation on what is love. Yeah, and just with another perspective, rather than Vivian's and I. <laughs> so I think it was really fun. I think this was really fun. We'll we'll have you back. Of course,、part、can't、two. wait. Can't wait. It's, <laughs> it's like better. I I would say. Uh, words and knowledge from from what we、Come、have, so so this is really great in terms of <laughs> like like this kind of episode. No, just I think experience and knowledge itself.、Uh-huh. I think both Vivian and I haven't experienced as much as as Shinyu has, so it's just a good perspective and and good stories to share. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people would relate. To some of the stories we shared as well, because I know I did. I did. I kept, I kept pointing at Shinyu. I was like, I was like, yes, I, yes, I, I relate. I know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> okay. But to end our podcast, what we always do is we say, "We'll talk to you next time" in Cantonese. 
Okay. And so, what is it in Mandarin? Let's let's do that.、Um, in Mandarin, it's gonna be. 下次见下下次见下次见 Let's see you next time. My Mandarin's not that good, but well, how do you say it again? 下次见 One, two, three. 下次见,下次见 Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.